What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Riding the Pine. Jack Ride and I are back with you all today, and as always, we've got another fantastic episode in store for everyone at home. But before I get into all of that, let's take a little dive into the last episode. I was joined by a great guest coming from the college basketball world, current director of operations for the Seattle University men's basketball program, Matt Jones. Matt and I got into his career starting out as a player at Trinity University and what it was like transitioning from being a player over to being a coach, what is outlook is for Seattle's season coming up and so much more. So if you want to hear a little bit about Seattle University hoops and about Matt Jones's career, go check out episode 261 and all 261 episodes that are out now on all podcast platforms. Now getting into today, we're going to continue our preseason college basketball coverage with featuring the St. Francis men's basketball program over the next few episodes, and today we're kicking it off with St. Francis men's basketball player Marlon Hargis. Marlon and I get into his career starting out at Holy Cross, and what it was like going through the transfer process, going from Holy Cross to St. Francis, what drew him to St. Francis, and why he wanted to continue his career with the Red Flash, his outlook for this year, and what he thinks this team is capable of accomplishing this upcoming season, and so much more. So if you want to hear a lot more about the St. Francis men's basketball program and about Marlon's career, don't go anywhere because here comes Marlon Hargis. So with that, folks, let's make our way into our show for today. So as always, be sure to find your favorite seat here on the bench with me. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And I'm here with current men's basketball player for the St. Francis men's basketball team, Marlon Hargis. Marlon, great to get you on the show today, my friend. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm wonderful. Well, hey, listen, I am very excited to get you on the show today because I know that the season is right around the corner. I mean, literally two weeks away. I know you and I were chatting a little bit off air about it coming up very closely and whatnot. But how excited are you and just the guys and just what's kind of the overall feeling around the team right now with the season just a few weeks away? No, yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Like, um, we we got a new roster. We got a lot of new guys coming in. We we got a um, freshman that came in, and they're good. Um, our returners are, are looking good so far. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Like, I think our team's gonna be um real good this year. Definitely better than we were last year. Um, the last two years. So I'm excited. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the aspect of a lot of the new guys, because that's kind of been a theme going around the program. I've had some of your other teammates and your head coach on the show as well. And they also mentioned kind of the the nice addition that the new guys have been to the team. What's it been like as a veteran yourself, just getting them acclimated and kind of getting them accustomed to how you guys do things at St. Francis? No, it's been awesome. Awesome. Um, Our freshmen are awesome. And and helping them has been great, too, like even with plays, watching film and then it also helps me out. So if I'm watching film and I break some down, I may text them or just help them out with something. That, you know, I mean, it's helping me out too, and, and I'm learning as well. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited. Like um, we're gonna be good this year, and I think St. Francis is gonna be good for the next couple of years. And I know that you guys, you mentioned off air that you guys just had a scrimmage and you have another one coming up against Drexel. I mean, what were kind of a couple takeaways from the first scrimmage, and what are some things you're looking to try and clean up going against Drexel? Yeah, so we we played UPJ. They're um they're a great team. Good um they run that they run through all their plays. They had us going through a lot of screens. We had to talk a lot, but the scrimmage went well. Um, our focus was defense and and rebounding. Rebounding we could have did a little better, but defensively, I, I think I think we played how we wanted to. And then Drexel, um, yeah, we we got Drexel on Saturday, so so Drexel should be a good test. They're they're a good team. Um, and then. 
I think they have a preseason defensive player of the year. I'm not sure. I may be wrong, but so that that would be a good challenge for us. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready. How important do you think it is, or, or really just in just kind of the overall kind of time of your career that you've been playing? Is it to go up against, like you said, guys that are these preseason award-winning players and that they have a lot of high notoriety? I mean, does it kind of get you guys excited and ready for the season? I mean, I guess like like the um, that'll be a good a good test going up against someone like that. But really, I don't think me individually or as a team like we're not worried about anyone specifically we're just worried about wins just just stacking our wins stacking our practices stacking like one good day after the other and then building on top of that well i know you know a, a thing or two about stacking a lot of wins my friend uh you did that in high school i want to dive in your career now because uh you're the all-time winningest player in your high school's career 108 wins uh first off does it get old ever winning that much and then also what's it like to be a part of so much winning no, nah, when it, it never gets old. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean, any game, I, I hate losing. Um, but yeah, high school, high school was great. So I went to St. Augustine Prep, um, coached by Paul Rodeo. He's a he, he's a legendary coach in South Jersey. I'm from New Jersey, and and yeah, we um we we won a lot of games. So our best year was my sophomore year. So we won the state championship. We we had a stacked roster. We had um. Guys like someone who's playing overseas, Said Nelson, um, Justin Mutz, he played for Virginia Tech. We had a couple other guys. But yeah, high school, high school was great. And like um we won we won states in my sophomore year. We lost in my junior year. And then and then senior year we, we didn't make it. But um but yeah, high school was definitely a great experience. And and I'm I'm glad I won the amount of games I did. Like that's a crazy accomplishment to say that I'm the all-time like winning as player is like a blessing. So it's pretty cool. Talk a little bit about that that run to the state t- title game, uh, your sophomore year. I mean, being an underclassman, I'm sure that was such a, a fun, exciting thing to go through. And also, you get to watch all the seniors enjoy that as well. What was that whole run like for you as a, as a sophomore? It was cool. Um, I was young, so I was kind of just like kind of there. You know what I mean? Like like I wasn't getting too high or too low. I was kind of just in the moment enjoying it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um it was it was crazy. So I wasn't I'm, I wasn't a star on that team. On that team, it was more Saeed Nelson and then Justin, and I was kind of like like playing my role, which was which was which was good back then. But it wasn't it was a great experience. Um, yeah, it was cool. Well, I know that you take that talent and, and all that success over to your first initial stop in Holy Cross to continue your collegiate career. What led you to Holy Cross? I mean, why did you want to start your collegiate career there? Well, Holy Cross, when I originally decided to go there, they were coached by Bill Carmody. And then he he was one of the ones that I helped come up with the Princeton offense, which was pretty cool. So I thought that was something that would have suited my game at that point in my career. Um, but yeah, when when I got there, like I went on my visit, I, I enjoyed it there. And and my time there was was good, you know what I mean? And then um, so I was there for two years and then ended up um, in Loretto here. Well, there's two performances you had that I want to highlight during your time at Holy Cross. I feel like were probably pretty profound times in your career. You had a career high 19 points against Harvard, and then you scored 13 against a ranked team at the time in Maryland. How important and how big were those performances for you? Just building your overall confidence as a player. No, I mean, yeah, they were they were cool, and, and especially like those are the big games. You know, what I mean, when you're playing big, well, Maryland for sure, like playing in those types of, of arenas, it's always a confidence booster to like playing that type of level to play well, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not all, all the time that we're playing those types of teams in those conferences. 
Um, so that, so yeah, the um, Maryland game was cool, and then the the Harvard game was good too. That was at home. I'm um, at Holy Cross, and then they went five or six from three that game. So I kind of got hot, um, and, and and shots were falling. So you know, what I mean, hopefully I, I can <laughs> roll that over into this year and get hot a couple games this year. I'm guessing you got the game ball against Harvard, right? I'd hope you. Yeah, I'd, I'd at least hope you got it, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to make sure because I was going to say a, a career high against Harvard that that's definitely getting the game ball worthy there. But you make your way, like you said, over to St. Francis. I mean, what what kind of led you to St. Francis, and then what went into your decision to want to transfer? Well, yeah. Um, my, my decision to want to transfer, I kind of just wanted to come to a new spot. My first two years at Holy Cross, they were good, but I felt like a different place would be a better fit. And then, um. I transferred during the, the COVID year. So it, it it was more of like a, it was a funny process. So like, I, I didn't go on a um, visit. Everything was through zoom, which was weird. Um, but, but I talked with all the coaches, um, coach Kremlin and his whole staff and, and they were awesome. They were super welcoming and they, they made me feel like they wanted me here. You know what I mean? That's a big, that's always a big emphasis when you're finding a new place to go to, to make sure that you're, you're wanted and the, and the people that are excited to have you there. So I, I felt like that when I came to Loretta and then, um, and yeah, and, and, and everything's been, been good. Um, Coach Krim was awesome in the recruiting process and everything he said, he's, he's lived up to pretty much. So I'm, 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 I'm happy. So I kind of want to stay here for a second on, on this topic because it had to been super, like you said, weird, just transferring in the midst of a global pandemic. I mean, and again, especially with you having kind of a, a very routine kind of experience with the recruitment from high school, probably a big time shell shock for you. What was it like to get, you know, immersed onto the team and get acquainted with the guys once you arrived on campus? Because I'm sure there were still a lot of, you know, policies in place that you couldn't do stuff off 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 the court and whatnot. So what was it like just to get to know everybody really yeah i mean it was it was it was weird i mean covid was a weird time for for everybody but coming to a to a new school um it was it was difficult at times but eventually i got through it you know what i mean you got to meet new people it, it was weird so everybody had their mask on so meeting new people was kind of more difficult i guess but um but but it was cool but yeah covid just the the whole time the whole year was weird like our, our games I played the second half. So once the transfers were allowed to play, I, I got to start playing. So, um, playing the games with, with no fans was, was interesting. Like the, um, you're supposed to talk, but talking, you can hear everybody cause the, the fans weren't there. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was a, it was a cool time. I don't know if it was a cool time, but looking back at it, I guess it was like a learning moment for everybody. Cause everybody had to take a step back and it was kind of like, Whoa, like this is real. So, um, it was, it was interesting, interesting time for sure. Um, yeah. Was it like almost startling when you came out for your first game with St. Francis and there's just not a soul there? I mean, that's gotta be really, really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was weird. The, the first game for sure. Um, cause then it, it almost had like a scrimmage atmosphere, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, all right, you got the reporters, you got the people doing the score and stuff, but then that was it. So it's like, um, it was, it was definitely interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And the, to your point about, you know, you're, you're, you're talking on the court and you can hear literally everything. That's probably also something that, like you said, you're not used to. Usually you have the crowd drowning that out. So that had to have been kind of a little shocking for you, but during that season, you had a highlight dunk and I, I found not mistaken. It was against Brian. And I remember looking back at it and I was like, wow, all the bleachers are up. 
so there was nobody there to watch it live. That had to have been a little frustrating for you. I mean, how obviously pretty cool doing the dunk and whatnot, but how annoying was it that there was just like no fans, no reaction, just just the guys on the bench, really? Well, no, I mean, it, it was it was it was definitely I feel like it would have been more exciting if the crowd was there for sure. But 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 my my teammates were jumping. I, I still had like all the adrenaline I needed after that. Um, but yeah, then that, that was a crazy play. That was um, based on out of bounds. And then Ramir um, raw threw me a lot when I caught it. But, um, but yeah, that was that was a memorable play here. And especially it being my first game to catch a dunk like that. That was that was a cool way to start off my St. Francis career. Yeah. Talk about making a statement. Uh, that is, that is a very emphatic statement that you made, but I want to get into this season. Cause like you said, a lot of exciting things on the horizon with this season, just a few weeks away, what's kind of the outlook right now. And I, I know that you mentioned a little bit earlier, but what do you think this team is really capable of doing this season? I mean, I, in all honesty, I think we're capable of, of winning the championship. Like, like we're, we're obviously focused on next practice, the next game, but that's the ultimate goal. And I feel like everyone on our team understands that more so than we have in the past. I feel like we're more more focused. We and we're keeping holding everybody accountable more so this year. Um, can you repeat the second part of that question again? Oh, just just really kind of what what I mean. What do you think? Uh, you know, is kind of just the overall outlook. You know, just what you've gotten from guys on the team, and just what you're hearing from the locker room, and just all the post practice talk, and what you guys are talking about. You know, together as a team. Just what do you kind of think is the the overall feeling, the outlook that not only you but really everybody on this team has for this season? Yeah, I think I think we're way more together this year. Um, we got a lot of new faces, but I feel like everyone that was new meshed in quick you know what I mean and, and and we're flowing um we got a lot of guys that can do a lot of different things so I think um it's not like teams are going to just be able to really key in on one guy and and stop us as a whole um which I feel is important and then more importantly I feel like we just trust each other as a group like I, I trust my teammates I know my teammates trust me and then even the, the coaching staff so it's like when we when we step on the on the court and like and, and we're out there to to battle to go to war, I'm I, I trust my guys and I'm happy that I'm playing with the guys I'm playing with. Well, I know that you still have, you know, a couple of weeks away. And again, we're recording this on October 26, but right around the corner, opening up against St. Bonaventure. Have you guys started any of your scout yet for them? So not not yet. I mean, I've looked up some clips on YouTube personally just to get a feel, but right now we're just locked in on Drexel. We got Drexel Saturday. We're gonna, um, Robs. We're gonna play them, and then after that, we'll break down that film and then get ready for for St. Bonaventures. But St. Bonaventures, we're, we're we're coming, but right now we're we're focused on Drexel. Yeah, I know that that the Bonnies they've been a good, very good mid-major team over the last few seasons. So definitely that'll be a nice early season test for you guys. And then you follow that up with with a little home matchup against Hartford for the Jack Phelan Classic. And I know that has been kind of a, a newer thing around campus and around the program. What's it been to kind of just hear a little bit about that? I know that last year you weren't able to partake in it because that's you know after the fact that you after you had come. So what what's kind of just the you know the, the buzz around campus hearing about the classic? Oh, I mean, it's and it's exciting. Like it's our first home game. I'm hoping that it's going to be packed. Like I'm trying to get as many people to go as I can. Um, and then in terms of Hartford, Hartford was a good team. We played them last year at, at their place. Um, so so this year this should be another another good good game. But yeah, I'm excited. Like and that's our first game. It's the my first my last first game in college. So so that's exciting too. Um, 
but yeah, I'm 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 excited. As a team, I feel like we're 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 prepared. We're we're ready. We're getting there, but we'll be ready. Well, my friend, it is going to be a very exciting season for sure. Really appreciate your time today. Before I let you go, one last little question, and it involves kind of a realization or epiphany, if you will, as to when you had that kind of aha moment and you said, I can play basketball at the collegiate level and at the division one level. So for you, when did that kind of set off in your mind? You said, I can definitely play D1 basketball. I think for me, it was more the, um, I think my eighth grade year. So my eighth grade year, I went to the CP3 camp. So it was in, I'm pretty sure it was in Georgia. And there was a lot of top ranked guys that were there. And I, and I was holding my own. I was playing well. And then, um, so that was kind of the, the first step where there were really good players. And, and I was realizing that either they're not good or I'm really good. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, wouldn't, uh, I said that weirdly, but it was the first time I knew that I could definitely compete at that level. So then uh, I, at that point, then I got to high school and then it was, it was a matter of, all right, l- let's try to, let's try to get scholarships, let's try to get an offer. And then, and then they started coming in, but yeah, eighth grade year for sure at the um, CP3 camp, which was cool. Like um, Zion Williamson was at that camp. Cam Reddish was at that camp. There was, there was a lot of guys at that camp. So it, it was a cool experience for sure. Any memorable stories going up against some of those guys? Um, against those guys specifically, um, it, it wasn't a game against, it wasn't a game I was playing, but I remember I was watching and Zion caught a windmill in like eighth grade off two feet, which was like insane. Cause, cause people were like, I was barely dunking. And then this kid, and I think it was almost on somebody, but yeah, at that camp, that, that was a memorable moment. And then obviously he's, he's who he is today pretty much, but yeah. Well, my friend, I know that you've got a lot of very exciting things on the horizon, and I know it's going to be a big year for you and the Red Flash. Good luck this season. Excited to watch you guys, and thanks so much for stopping by. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And there he goes, Marlon Hargis, another fantastic episode today, everyone. Thanks for joining me here on the bench. Be sure to keep following and subscribing to Riding the Pine on Apple and Spotify, and keep following on Twitter at RideThePine20, RTP all capital, and Instagram at Riding underscore the underscore pine underscore all lowercase, and on TikTok at Riding the Pine all lowercase for all the latest updates on episodes and content to come. All 262 episodes are out now. Keep leaving those ratings and reviews, and again, folks, keep your eyes and ears open for more awesome episodes coming down in the next few weeks with some great guests from the St. Francis men's basketball team. But once again, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. And until next time on Riding the Pine, keep on sitting the bench with me.